Welcome to Elemental Fun, a historical and cultural look of the elements of the periodic table. Welcome to Elemental Fun. My name is Grace. My name is Cindy. And we're here to talk about nitrogen. Nitrogen. And speak about talking. Speak about talking? Speak about talking. Speak about talking. <laughs> I can't. Uh, but hopefully, um, we had some feedback and we uh, heard that maybe that Grace isn't heard as well on the volume. We heard your cries yes. and your pleas that <laughs> you wanted Cindy's more. You wanted more of me. To be able to hear my voice and and my song, and so <laughs> your soul through your mouth. My gift is my song. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we I'll have two mics uh, and a mixer, so we're really upgrading. So hopefully, uh, this sounds better for both of us. Yes, hopefully. Mainly Grace. <laughs> Mainly me. <laughs> She's still soft spoken. I you know I have a podcast voice. I feel like that. I, you, you did. I can I tell did, what yeah. we're talking. I'm like, well, I'm just talking normally. I'm all like, blah, blah, blah. But then I turn the mic. I'm like, no. hello and welcome to. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cindy over here is just like, meh, 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 meh. She just kind of quacks all the time. <laughs> this is how I am. Yo. <laughs> She's just being true to herself. My theater major is like, my character, my character. <laughs> I am a character. You do have a lot of character. <laughs> that is true. She's got a great personality. She's got a great personality. <laughs> She's so funny. Thanks. I love you too. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So hopefully this sounds better. And we I do have to so. hold microphones the yeah. whole time. Well, you know, as we, you know, not make money on this project, <laughs> we'll we do it for the we'll love. We'll be able to not afford stands for our microphones. But, you know, it's fine. We're doing, it's we're good. having fun. It's Muscle arm workout, workout from, yeah. yeah. Like lifting. Let's see. And I think that if I remember correctly, isometric when you're holding something and not been like yeah. using your muscles. I have no idea. I never took anatomy. Don't I, look it don't look it up. Nope. We're we're moving go ahead. Go Cindy. ahead. I'm just not <sighs> sure I'm right. Okay. Well fine. While she's <laughs> researching again because she's such a scientist. <laughs> um I'm gonna yes. talk a little bit about um nitrogen. Yes, and without the contraction of the muscle. Yes. That was right. Isometric. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Nitrogen. Segway. <laughs> that was not a segue at all. Oh boy. Awkward segue. Okay. So mm, nitrogen. Um, yes. So it's funny because it was like discovered, and I'm doing air quotes, you can't see that I but uh, discovered, discovered kind of multiple times by multiple people. Well, it's one of those ones that was kinda of like some of our they other knew ones. Something was like, was eh, there. It's always been there. Well, Nobody I mean they did discover it. Or there's it, some but... people that are like, There's something there, but like they didn't yeah, they knew something was, was there. Because, like... They didn't, the alchemists knew it for a yeah. long time um, as ammonium chloride, known as sal ammonia. Yeah, well, it, yeah, and I found in 1670, Robert Boyle noticed a reaction with iron fillings and an acid, and it gave off a really stinky fume. Mm. And he's like, hmm, what is this stinky fume? Well, you know... He, but he didn't know, yeah. Yeah, he and then, isolate it. Right, and then, like, a hundred no, no, years the, later... And then when the Egyptians manufactured it, Manufactured nitrogen? nitrogen by well, ammonia by heating oh. dung, salt, and urine. Ooh. Speaking about stinky 
yeah, sticky fumes. <laughs> yeah, nitrogen is a stinky, stinky element. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, um, but then, like in 1772, uh, well, there's the 70, 19, 1760s, the Cavendish and that guy Priestley. It was Henry Cavendish and Joseph Priestley removed all the oxygen from the air and noticed that there's still something there, but it extinguished a candle and it killed mice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we'll talk. Breathe. We'll <laughs> talk about. Uh, but yeah. they didn't know it was an element. Yeah. Yeah. So then, a segue to 1772. Chemist Daniel Rutherford discovered a noxious air. A podcast. Which was nitrogen <laughs> gas. However, um, then it was like Henry Cavendish was experimenting with the, um, inf- does that say inflammable air? I can't read my notes. Inflammable air along. It, so they were, they, they had found this, this air that they called mephitic air or mm. mephitic gas. And it was basically carbon dioxide and, um, you're checking my volume, aren't you? I am just making sure we're I'm not getting, going into the red. Okay, um, carbon dioxide and nitrogen gas, and they were just kind of hmm. together at first, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, it's just mephitic air," which basically, like, means like not breathable, killing everything air. Mm-hmm. But then they discovered there were two there when they put it through a solution of al- alkali which absorbed the CO2 and left behind nitrogen. Hmm. In uh, 1786, Antoine Laurent de Lavoisier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have him. Yep. In my notes. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. He uh, called it azote. Yes. Which means lifeless. Or azotic gas. Azotic, right. And so, and lifeless because it, you know, and there's air, but everything dies. Um, and they actually still use that word in French and Italian mm-hmm. and Polish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they actually still use it in certain products that they use today, like the airbags. Oh. There's, um, it's like sodium azote or something okay, like right. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it comes from kind the Greek for, um, uh, blah, 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 absence Wait. of life. Azote does? Yeah. Oh. It's a but, Greek, it's a Greek root. Well, and night and... Um, nitrogen. It comes was a French from... guy, but it was a Greek root. Well, you know, Greek and he did a Latin. lot of the Greek roots, though. He did oxygen. Oh, yeah. um, he did hydrogen. This he is picked that, uh, Antoine. Antoine. Yeah, oh, good old Antoine. Good old Antoine. <laughs> He's like, you know what? All these people are going Latin. I'm, I'm going go Greek. Greek. What? He's like hydrogen means hydro water. Boom. <laughs> oxygen means I don't know what he did. But I think it, but um, yeah. And so well, well, and he the, called the... it yeah. Azote right. or azotic, az- azotic. Sounds very azotic, azotic gas, um, for a long time. But then they realized that, like, basically all the gases except oxygen take, like, oh, right. they're take all away life. <laughs> so they're like, well, we need oh, to make up a new. Like, we can't just call this element the lifeless air element because <laughs> they're all they're all except <laughs> oxygen. And so then Cavendish decided that. Since it's um, formed when nitrogen dioxide passes through an alkali, um, nitrogen comes from nitrate former. It creates an, mm-hmm. a nitrate. It's called the, from ni- the Greek nitri? nitron and genes, which means to you know, forming. Mm-hmm. So nitrate, nitrate forming. Nitrate. Mm-hmm. It's a so what's it, so are we is that good with the history? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean that's, that's, I mean basically if you look it up, seven, uh, Rutherford is 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 given the 
that he discovered it. It's actually for his PhD thesis. Yes, which and is interesting. And, and even there's there's a lot of people like he said, was a student mm-hmm. of the original guys that were really experimenting it in the 1770s. Yeah, I mean, they just never reported their findings. <laughs> Note to oh, scientists, so. yes. you report. gotta report and note your discoveries because other people will oh, take them and you will not get the credit. Well, do you want to know a side note? Kind of funny thing about Darwin. <laughs> Whoa. But, but it does. It has to do with this. Okay. Because Darwin, you know, the uh, father of evolution, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He went out on the HMS Beagle, did his thing, came back. But it was such a time where you're like, you know, probably not the greatest thing to bring up in that time frame with churches. And oh, yeah. Like evolution. That, right? The yeah, idea yeah. that like Little things. It's, it's not God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he um, he had his findings, but he didn't feel comfortable doing it until about ten years after he came he he, um, he came back from that trip. Uh, Wallace, I forgot the, his first name. William but, Wallace. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> different. <laughs> you shall not take away my freedom. <laughs> I think you went into the red with that. <laughs> Sorry if I blew out your eardrums. <laughs> um, no, so Wallace uh, he sent him a manuscript. Uh, sent it to Darwin being like, hey, I've got these ideas. What do you think? And Darwin read it was like, crud. Yeah, this is my ideas. I better publish that. <laughs> these my ideas. So anyway, they, they both kind of came up with that. He just lost the guy's ideas. He's like, whoops. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they fell into the ocean so, and but they that's got what, torn that's up. what prompted him to write the book the, on the origin of species. Oh. Is to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know what? like I actually now. need so. to to write it To out. like, ta- like, I, <laughs> I can't <wow>. There's, there's <laughs> nothing there. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get this information out before someone else. Because right. like the thing about science is like a lot of people can be working on the same thing at the yeah. same time, and it's not stealing from each other. They're all just working on it. Right. And you know, if you don't get it out there, then other people are gonna do it. And you'll, be, you'll just sit there. You know, it's mm-hmm. like when I invented those shoes with roller skates in them. That was in my head <laughs> so long before they came <laughs> out. Is it? And when it came mm-hmm. out, I was like, million dollar that idea. Was Lost that it. was my idea. It was a little different because mine, you know, was not sophisticated or anything. Sophisticated roller skating. Yes. Sneakers. Well, you, you know how they like they like push on them and they pop yeah. out and they push on. Them. Okay. Mine, you had to like in my brain, you had to like stop Crank and it like out. you got. Yeah, you had no, no. <laughs> you'd flip them out. Like oh, I see. Okay. Like they'd be on little like they'd like be folded right. up inside the shoe. Right, and they they probably would have weighed about seventy pounds. <laughs> But well, it was good my idea do. when I was seven, and they <laughs> took it from me. How I dare they? I didn't call that invention. Do you ever see those commercials when you Mm-mm. you weren't a kid at the time? Because I'm old. You're old, but like, <laughs> if you have an invention idea, call one hundred. Oh, right. Never called them. <laughs> well, they probably steal it from you anyway. That's true. I wouldn't have gotten a patent on it. You'd be like, that's so cute. That's not gonna work. <laughs> Well, someone else got a lot of money for it, and yeah. I hate them because those roller skating shoes are the worst. Yeah, now as a teacher, huh? Yeah. And you're like, oh. I'm like, stop rolling down the hall, <laughs> the halls. Actually, they've kind of gone out of style. They didn't. Yeah, no, that long. was yeah, it was. You still see them occasionally, but anyway, I digress. You digress. <laughs> I, I move on. I went way off topic. <laughs> way off topic. Where were yeah, we? Get from evolution to roller skates. Okay. We were talking about um, scientific discovery and invention. Oh right. Okay. Inventions, so there yes. was there was a, a there was path a connection that got us there. Okay. Let's take the path back. Okay. <laughs> so uh, nitrogen mm-hmm. is a colorless, odorless gas. Um, so it's kind of funny that it smells with all those other things, but it's there's other stuff that's in it. Ammonia is the thing that smells, yeah. not the nitrogen itself. Um, and it's generally inert, so it's one of those that 
doesn't react it's with pretty, everything. It's a pretty, it's pretty stable. stable. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's happy with its electrons. It's because that's what why elements react is they don't have enough or uh, they their electrons the way their electrons are arranged. Um, basically, I, I call it their personality. So uh, it's really I, unstable. Right, People some of them are unstable. Really some stable. of them are like, oh, I've only got one. Here, I can give you that one. I only need one. I'll take that one. Or they'll share them so that they have a more stable arrangement. A good relationship. But, yeah, nitrogen's like, whatever. So I'm he's, good. He's just like fine being a bachelor. Yeah, he's cool. I mean, he'll, 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 he will react. There's plenty of things that nitrogen is in, but he doesn't <laughs> need it. He's very kind of more like, yeah, well, you know, if you, if you need content. to do it, okay. it's okay. That's yeah. cool. Um, but it is the fifth most abundant element in the universe. Except 78% of the air. That is very true. Um, it. So uh, where do we want to go first? Because there's a whole biological role and then there's a whole industry uses and lots of other things. I think you should where start should with biological, biological. role. Okay. And then we'll go into like it's what it's used for. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. You have a lot of notes. I do. I always have a lot of notes. That's true. <laughs> I'm a scientist. That's what I do. <laughs> Hashtag scientist. But I am an actual scientist. So <laughs> for real. Like how you say hashtag scientist. You're like, but I, but I am a real, like saying the hashtag. Like Cause hashtag kind of, you know, it makes it kind of like, <laughs> like air quotes sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag not a scientist, scientist. I don't know. Oh boy. So anyway, in biology, um, so did you know that like 96% of the mass of your body is made up by only four different elements? One of them is carbon, right? One of them is carbon. We already yes. talked about that. Good job. Score. <laughs> carbon. Uh, the other one is oxygen. The other awesome. one is hydrogen. And the other one is nitrogen. nitrogen. Right, because 60, 60 to 80% of our body mass is water, right? Right. That's where the oxygen and hydrogen come in. Right. Um, so the nitrogen is only like 3%, but it's super duper important Um all the the proteins that you have are all made up of amino acids, which most oh. of those are made up with a nitrogen-containing compound in there. Okay. That's whether um, a a amine has to do with nitrogen, so it's amino acids. So all your proteins have nitrogen in them. Your DNA, right, which is the blueprint of you. Is the N stand for nitrogen? No. Dang it. <laughs> it's a deoxyribonucleic acid. I know. Yeah. I just was just trying to be clever, no. and you just shut me down. Boom. Sorry. Um, no, but the your DNA is made up of sugar, phosphate, backbone, and nitrogen-containing bases. So uh. the base is the, the A, the T, the C with the G, adenine and thymine. You are and totally guanine. way too yeah, off. Yeah, it's like, too nope. sciencey. I know. But <laughs> those four bases that that but that codes for who you are, and those bases so, are nitrogen-containing bases. So basically, the thing that holds what makes us us is the nitrogen. It's like a nitrogen pouch. Nitrogen pouch? Or you said well, it contains. Well, so the the compound contains nitrogen. Um, so the in, your DNA is like a ladder right. and then twisted, right? right. The double helix. Mm -hmm. So the the sugar phosphate backbone are the sides of the ladder. And that's what's and, made of carbon. No, and that's what's made of nitrogen, sh sugar, sugar, and phosphates. I'm yeah. so <laughs> carbon. It's I'm made of carbon, like a sugar C C six H double six. Yeah, so carbon. Okay, I was yeah. like, wait, I thought I knew. So this. carbon and phosphate, and then the nitrogen containing bases are the rungs of the ladder. And those bases contain the nitrogen. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So anyway, it's super important in your body, yeah. right? Because with that, basically everything that, you know, your the blueprint of you is, has nitrogen in it, that codes for all basically proteins, 
which all contain nitrogen, mm-hmm. which produce what you look like, some degree, wh- how you work, how your metabolism goes, everything. So, so I can blame nitrogen for the fact that like I can run a half marathon and then eat like a raisin and gain four pounds. <laughs> well, amongst Plus other things as well, nitrogen <laughs> and other elements. But you too. Mostly, nitrogen. I'm just gonna blame nitrogen. Just nitrogen. It's easier. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag, hashtag blame nitrogen. <laughs> sorry, I'm all of that. Hashtags now. We're a little. Go- I'm sorry. We're a little goofy tonight. Um, <laughs> it's not even that it's very late while we're no. recording this. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm very pregnant at this time. <laughs> so I am not very pregnant at this time. Well, but. <laughs> I have a legit excuse. <laughs> oh, I see. For being. I'm just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> well. Which is true. <laughs> I'm not denying it. <laughs> it's very easy for me to go from zero to giggly. Yes, and I think us together kind of do it that. It does and, that. And Can't we haven't seen each other in, in like a few weeks. Yeah, and so yeah. I think that's part of that's it too. Of it we too. didn't get like our giggles out before that. Stuff, yeah. So the um, but where we get it, so as you said before, nitrogen is seventy eight percent of the air that we breathe. Right. Right. So how do you get that nitrogen? That's a gas, and the nitrogen that's found in nature in that is found. It's called a. It's a diatomic molecule. So it's for instead of just finding nitrogen by itself, it's nitrogen paired up with another nitrogen. Oh, N two. So just like oxygen. Yeah. O two. Right. So there's a whole a few elements that are always found. I mean, hydrogen's like that too. They like to hang out with their own kind. They do. They just they that's how they naturally hang bond. out together. Right. Um. So they literally. Literally bond. <laughs> they are bonded. So um, if so how do we get the nitrogen from the air into something that's usable by us? Because we can't, we can't, we don't breathe in nitrogen and then right. take that into our bodies. We right. can't do that. So the nitrogen cycle is a really, really important um, part of that. And so you take nitrogen from is the air. Is that like the water cycle? Similar. It's like there's, there's <laughs> the, the water cycle. 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 <laughs> yes. There's a water cycle. There's the um, uh, carbon cycle, nitrogen cycle. There's lots of different elemental cycles. I want to learn about this cycle. Tell okay. me more, Cindy. <laughs> Go. So uh, you have the nitrogen gas. And mm-hmm. so the main way that that gets into something that's usable by animals and plants is through microbes. So bacteria, oh. basically. They um, are nitrogen fixers. So to fix something um, in biological terms is to put it into uh, something else. So you have... I have a little diagram here that can show great. That no one can see but <laughs> me. <laughs> but you have the nitrogen coming in, and so it comes from the air, and it goes into nitrogen-fixing bacteria, and that's mm-hmm. in the nodules of plants. So do they, like, like absorb They the can nitrogen? take the nitrogen and, and then take out the, that you know one nitrogen and stick it into basically ammonia. Right? Okay. It, it adds it to hydrogen to and creates um, uh, ammonia, so NH4 or ammonium NH4 or ammonia NH3. So you can get there. But did you also know that lightning can do it? Lightning can Lightning take nitrogen fixes. from the air and put it into ammonia or ammonium. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Isn't I that cool? did not know. Yeah, that. that's part of part of. Lightning can take that and zaps it into. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly the process, but it can do it. Um, uh, I believe the term is bazow. <laughs> bazow, yeah. Um, so that goes into. Uh, that these um, ammonia, ammonium. You also have. Um, you know species and urine that gets you know, it has nitrogen nice. in it right because you're pooping it out um and peeing it out <laughs> you're not pooping out your pee but That's you know a technical term right 
Um, and then dead animals and plants and decomposition, all that goes into creating ammonia. And then there's these nitrifiers that turn them into like other bacteria that turn them into nitrates. Um, and then the nitrates can go back up into and get absorbed by the plants, which then go back and then the because animals Because nitrates are used a lot in fertilization, right? Right. And we'll talk about, yeah, yeah fertil that's why poop is fertilizer. A fertilizer. Right. Oh, so right. it's the nitrogen in yes. the poop that makes it correct a fertilizer yes nitrogen and phosphorus are the two yeah, big I, I thought it was because oh, they're okay. called what we call limiting reagents or limiting elements so that they the amount that's in the environment limits how much can grow so if you want to more to grow you need to give more nitrogen more, more nitrogen phosphorus because there's not enough to grow okay right so then uh, finally to complete the cycle because the cycle is a circle to get it back, circle you have to get some of those. Circle of, ni circle of nitrogen. nitrogen. All right, so in order to get back out into the atmosphere, you have to have these cool bacteria that are called denitrifiers, which take the nitrates and nitrites and turn them back into Who gaseous nitrogen. Who knew that nitrogen. bacteria did so much stuff? A lot of stuff. I mean, like, I mean, I just, no one ever talks about that. Oh, I know. It's, they do, like, and I like, to, I like to ask my students, you know, I'm like, bacteria, do you think that they are mostly bad or mostly good? What do you think? Well, I think they're mostly good because I like yogurt. <laughs> exactly. But a lot of times you only hear bacteria, bacteria about That's when they bad, cause disease. Bad but, you know, if you think about it, bacteria are literally everywhere. So if they were all mainly deadly, we would all be dead. I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like everything around I, here is bacteria. I do have a joke about bacteria. Oh, let's hear it. Okay, so I grew up with this old record player that had like records that, not, like not 60s records that okay, are really thin, thick. like oh, okay. the thick ones. Mm -hmm. And all the people on it like they talk like this see you know <laughs> it's like from the 1910s no they did they did and this guy was like now here's a question for you well well it's up what is bacteria and he's like bacteria yeah it's the back door of a cafeteria <laughs> <laughs> and then That's it went into so a song bad. called oh, i like to dunk a hunk of sponge cake Dunk a hunk of sponge. Where does that come from? Bacteria. I don't know. They just like oh had to have God. a joke at the beginning. Oh, because That's the song insane. goes, I don't know much about botany, astronomy, and such. It's like such a. Oh. If you want to hear a really bizarre song, <laughs> I'd like to dunk, dunk, dunk a hunk of sponge cake because it holds more coffee than the rest. Fair enough. Yeah. Just didn't know it had to have a song. I, I just really loved that record when I was a kid. <laughs> and so I heard that joke like 5,000 times and then i would just dance around my dining room table to that song so reasonable anyways that was <laughs> another <laughs> bacteria back door of a cafeteria, cafeteria. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> is that oh. like your joke <laughs> sound effect wow, wow sound like you're like supposed oh, to be yeah. on colbert like <laughs> <laughs> like the colbert report <laughs> wow. colbert report <laughs> um we, we were talking about bacteria okay, yeah. and so how awesome it is. It is. Bacteria are amazing. So they do, Ooh. like, without bacteria, this whole nitrogen cycle would cease to exist and we would cease to exist. Oh. So, you know, kind of important. Because mm. we, we, if the nitrogen wasn't getting cycled around, we would not be able to get it from the air and we would not have it for what we need it for. And it wouldn't be taken from the air, right? Right. Yeah, it would just be sitting in the air. The, the would, it, would it, in would it increase the amount of nitrogen in our atmosphere? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, I guess it would because if it's not being taken out, there's no cycle to it. 
Yeah. It might. There, well, I mean, some will be stuck. Some will be stuck mm-hmm. if it's not, if there's, again, also two and no denitrifiers. So there yeah. wouldn't be any going back out. So the, it might actually be a, at some point be at a stable thing where none's going in and none's going out. So it's just stuck. You know what I'm saying? Would we still die? Yes. <laughs> I thought so. Because we can't. Once, I mean, if we, were, if we were able to pull the nitrates out of the ground, but um, they weren't able to be replenished, eventually we would run out of them. Oh, yeah. Then, nothing would grow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Got kind of it. important to life. Well, oh yeah. Huh. Um, but apparently, uh, nitrogen is obtained by distillation of liquid air, and that's actually how we get most of our nitrogen. Forty-five million tons each year. It's a lot of tons yeah. of, uh, of mm-hmm. liquid air. Yeah. Can you explain liquid air since it's an oxymoron? <laughs> so, <laughs> it well, is. it is. But remember that all elements. You're talking about if it's cooled is, enough, right? Or to put warmed it into, up depending on yeah, where depending it's going to go. But it to be because everything can be a liquid form. state, or okay, a liquid, solid, or gas. Right. It just depends on where that boiling temperature is and melting temperature is. Right. So like liquid nitrogen boils at room temperature. Yes. Because it's the boiling temperature. It's so low. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's why the liquid area. They basically. Okay, I just wanted to yeah. to mm-hmm. you to verify that liquid air, because when you say liquid air, <laughs> liquid air. It doesn't yeah. make, you know, like when someone hears that, they're like, I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense. Is that rain in the sky? That's stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> people just pause at the same time. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, and then to create, so if we want to get into the industry uses, which is mainly for um, getting nitrogen and turning it into ammonia and then using it for all this industry stuff. Yeah. It's called the Haber-Bosch process. I'm guessing those are the two people the two that figured it out. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Haber and Bush. Haber and Bush. Um, so you take nitrogen and hydrogen, two diatomic elements, mm-hmm. right? And you create ammonia. Um, and it's ga- it's gas and it's colorless, but has a pungent smell. Mm. Right. So, that, yes. that's, so that's what everybody else was smelling when they were starting to figure out that nitrogen was in the air. Right. Um, and they you can easily liquefy that into fertilizer. And 80% of the ammonia that's produced is used as fertilizer. But people talk about it in cleaning a lot, don't they? Oh, yeah. So there's lots of other things. But fertilizer is like the main, main thing. Because we have a huge farming industry. Right. And we can talk a little bit later about that issue. <laughs> that causes. <laughs> well, I don't know if we want to talk oh. about it because it's, it's biological. You're talking about the toxic algae? Right. Yeah. So the problem is so we have fertilizer. Mm-hmm. So again, you need it's a limiting agent. So you need to add it to grow more. But when it leaches out of the soil into lakes and rivers and goes into ponds and, and or leaches into streams and rivers and goes to lakes and ponds and things like and even on the um uh the ocean side of things as well if it goes out there uh what happens is the extra nutrients go out and again it's limiting reagent so now i shouldn't say reagent because that's a chemical reaction term but it's a limiting uh factor so you just you basically dumped a whole bunch of food into the water for algae yeah and then the algae go woohoo buffet and they just scarf it down. And so they continue to grow and reproduce. And so some of them, like you said, are toxic. So mm-hmm. some of them actually release toxins into the water and kill fish and actually can be inhaled by people can and cause kill, skin rises yeah. and can kill people and everything. Yeah. And mainly fish and, and marine environments. But the other big issue is even if they don't do that, the algae gets so big and has so has so thick, th- so thick that it blocks out the sun, mm-hmm. which then there's no photosynthesis going on. And that... Um, 
kills plants Mm -hmm. and then they suck up all the oxygen out of the water yeah so the water becomes anoxic which means with a before a word means without so without oxygen so you get these areas where you just completely kill an entire ecosystem Ecosystem because of fertilizer yeah which usually makes things grow Right, but and it does. It makes algae grow. But right. again, if you but if it's everything about balance, if you right, push right, too right. much to one side, other things suffer. Right. So that is one of the no, biggest that, issues. That happened with the. Um, I I lived on um, an island, um, mm-hmm. and there's one little lake on that right. island, and every summer, the it wasn't algae, but it was this, like some like lake weed, mm-hmm. and it would mm-hmm. it would grow the point that if you couldn't swim you'd get right. tangled in the weeds and you would drown right like people couldn't swim in it and we all kind of looked up the hill <laughs> and look there's a farm <laughs> with a whole lot of chattel <laughs> and that man doesn't mind using a lot of fertilizer right hmm. Hmm. and it rains a lot around here in the winter hmm. whoosh, whoosh yeah, we're wondering whoosh. why the lake weed grows so high yeah, I I remember going out in a boat and, you know, you'd go in the middle of the lake and it was a relatively deep lake. It's yeah. still the lake weed was like inches from the surface. Yep. I'm just like, <laughs> you'd also catch a fish from that lake <laughs> and it'd be huge. <laughs> she got so much food. But you're lucky you didn't get to the point where the fish would die because without oxygen right, right, and right. stuff, it they would, it yeah. Didn't get, That's it good. didn't get that. But the, So they're trying to look in with that. But it's, it's, it was an algae. It was a, like a type of plant, which might have been why the... It oh right, well because it was yeah, and, and it did. So do algae algae do, they don't work like plants? They don't they don't do photosynthesis oh, no, they and, do. Yeah. and release oxygen. No, well they do, but right, but they still take up oxygen as well. And if there's so much, mm. they're not going to be producing as much as being. And then th- also when the algae die, it goes down to decomposition, and that sucks more oxygen out. Okay. So it's just it's just there's more it's suction of oxygen going out than more produced. Sucking. Right. <laughs> just oxygen sucks a lot. Just can't produce much at all. Okay. Yeah, we got it. Um, but so they're looking for sustainable agriculture as being very important. So the use of you know doing organic waste or you know using natural fertilizer instead of the chemically created stuff. Right. Um, and they actually have stuff that's like plastic slow release nitrogen. So I mean, putting plastics maybe not so great, but <laughs> it releases the nitrogen slowly, so it in, in a more natural process versus that just makes, hammering it. Yeah. Right. So there's less that will be able to leach away because so, the plants can only take up so much at a time. Right. So if you're just going to dump a bunch of nitrogen on the plants they're not right. going to be able to use it anyways and it's going to run off and it's going to go exactly. into something else versus if you have a slow releasing because mm-hmm. okay. nature's pretty good at doing this stuff <laughs> what it wasn't we... doing it on its own before <laughs> us i don't know what you're talking about this is crazy <laughs> we think we know so much better oh i i know we sure do don't we mm-hmm. okay so i go scientists go figure out how to make this nitrogen slower release as a fertilizer that's what they're working on yeah and also again just trying to use like natural stuff yeah no i mean we kind of need to do that in general like (laughs) go back to like the basics and quit trying to make things make things all anew yeah it's not Um, working very well yeah so So let's see uh oh i already did that one (laughs) oh good (laughs) cross off your notes um uses yeah, right, moving into uses, that. besides sure. fertilizer. Besides I mean, fertilizer. That was the first one. Then they got, they produces nitric acid, nylon, dyes, explosive, poisons, plastics, textiles, pesticides, cleaning solutions. Yep. Yep. 
I got a lot of those too. Mm-hmm. Hold on while I open my pretty cool book I got at Ooh. a book fair for children. That's right. It is the best. So right. while you're doing that, one yeah. really cool thing is that the it because it's inert, uh, it provides an unreactive atmosphere. So actually quite a few of the things we might talk about have to do with the fact that it replaces oxygen because oxygen kind of oxidizes things yeah. and pulling the electrons away. Because You're ox- thinking of food preserving. Food, that's right. Food preservation. Uh, and they put it. They put the air in the packaging yeah. so that it lasts longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It says manufacturers of many food products use nitrogen gas to expel oxygen from a package before mm-hmm. it's sealed. If oxygen remained inside, it would allow bacteria to grow more easily and spoil the food. Nitrogen also creates a pressurized atmosphere in which the packaging does not collapse. Right. So potato chips, for example, will not be crushed. Until your six-year-old gets them and goes, do you know how you open up a bag of chips? Pop! <laughs> That's, yeah, that's how he likes to do that. Yeah, so really important there. Um, they use it for transistors and diodes in the electric electronic industry. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I like this one that was over here. So we did that one, yeah. Yep, um, light bulbs, the nitrogen is uh, al- a cheaper alternative to argon. So mm-hmm. again, using argon as because it's inert. So you can make these things without explosions happening. Right. Um, so I guess you could say nitrogen is the poor man's argon. Right. But at the same time, like nitrogen can a- is actually used in explosive sub- substances. Right. Which that's kind of funny, isn't it? Isn't it? Because yeah. do both. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's um, used in, um, I don't want to have it on there. So or, uh, TNT. I have a little thing. It says, yeah, when compounds containing nitrogen combust oh, or decompose. Mm-hmm. Oh, nitroglycerin, is that what you're saying? Nitroglycerin, yeah. That's yeah. the oily, colorless liquid of oxygen, of nitrogen, oxygen, and carbon, and it violently explodes. Yes. The ni- so dynamite. when um, compounds containing nitrogen combust or decompose, the nitrogen turns back into a gas, mm-hmm. releasing uh, a lot of heat. The rapidly expanding gas results in explosions. Mm-hmm. It was invented in 1847 by Italian chemist Ascano Sobrero. Okay. So, sombrero? It does. <laughs> Not sombrero. Oh, no, sombrero. Mm, I like sombrero. Nitroglycerin is one of these compounds. Mm-hmm. It's used to make dynamite, employed for demolition on construction sites and elsewhere in its pure form. It is very dangerous to transport or use. Which, you know, mm-hmm. I think about all those movies and TV shows. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like, like, oh, they're like, oh nitroglycerin. Oh. You have like a little liquid bottle. You're like, oh. Or like, yep. it's old dynamite mm. that's like covered in the nitroglycerin. Like it's starting to decompose. It's coming out. I remember that on loss and I'm like, I don't know what that means, but that's dangerous. That means it explodes. And yeah. And yeah. And someone exploded on that show because they were trying to move it. Oh, that's not good. No. Unfortunate for them. Yes, it was. <laughs> was he red shirt? I don't know. Probably. Well, it's, it's not Star Trek. <laughs> I know, but that's a general thing. Prisoner dies. Red shirt. Um, yeah, it wasn't a main. Ca- well, they killed a lot of main yeah. characters. So that's what the uh, actually really funny thing about it because in, they use it in chemical plants. They use nitrogen in chemical plants to displace the oxygen because it, it prevents explosions because oxygen is is actually highly explosive. Yeah. yeah, it's more reactive. So it's funny that it is in things that are massively explosive and yet is used to make things not explode. Yeah. So the nitrogen, the gas itself, the nitrogen by itself is not explosive at all. It's, it's when, when you it's, combine it with other in, things. Yeah, when it's combined with something yeah. else and then it's of force to <laughs> he says i don't like this when he wants to leave he's like i'm leaving <laughs> i'm out um they probably use it in tire in, in uh, inflation yeah. it gives you a longer life because it reduces the oxidation again because mm-hmm. oxi- uh, oxidation is basically the removal of electrons and oxygen is really loves electrons 
mm-hmm. what's called electronegative. So it will go through and, and pull electrons whenever it can. So, um, and that degrades things basically. Um, so if you didn't have that in there, then you'd have longer life of stuff. Um, so it improves tire retention, so you get better mileage. Um, in electronics, it's used for soldering. So it decreases the surface tension so that you get a cleaner breakaway at the solder site mm. when you need to separate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can actually be used for pollution control. It removes uh, volatile organic compounds in liquid before you dispose of it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I never heard of that. Hurrah. That's like, that's like when, paints, when you go to yeah, paint a room, yeah. you're finding the ones that are like, no VOCs because mm-hmm. you found out, wow, those are terrible. You should not nail them, <laughs> especially when pregnant. And it's usually when you're painting rooms because you're getting ready for a baby. <laughs> that explains some <laughs> people. <laughs> a little bit. That and the lead paint. Um, Every, almost every and the asbestos. <laughs> the fifties were a great, a great time. time. We really knew what we were doing. Super awesome. Well, the, the 1920s I mean, just, just recently, those the Chinese drywall. Yeah, was that, we're so, not going to you know. get into. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, almost every major drug class, including antibiotics, has nitrogen in it. Like drugs that you take has some kind of nitrogen. I was like drug class. Oh yeah, like drug, like classes of drugs. I was like, not what? like a class drug class About that you drugs. take to drugs. This is this cocaine is 101. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it does to your body. Um, and then, of course, laughing gas. Yes. I mean, love laughing gas. I, I actually know people that have, like, a horrendous reaction, reaction. Oh, to yeah, it. sometimes it's really bad. It's nitrous oxide. Yeah. It's nitrogen and oxygen together. Yeah. Yeah, but it makes you all feel fuzzy and fun. Because it's a chemical that kills you <laughs> if you breathe it. And so well, it's because you're just taking away your... I mean, it's taking it's away the oxygen, oxygen, which is making you loopy. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Um, Super. And mining, it's used to quickly extinguish fires because, again, it removes the oxygen. So, it's so funny. It's so dichotomous. Um, do you know it also is a power source for paintball? Oh, yes. The um, the the guns. I did paintball with my husband um, at the time. And a long time, a long time ago. ago. And unfortunately, I got hit directly on the clavicle, on the collarbone right there. You, you notice if you feel that, there's no fat there. No, there's not. It's just bone. Yep. So I got hit there, and I don't like getting hit with things anyway. So that was pretty much the last <laughs> time I played paintball. paintball? Because I thought it would be fun. Like, and, you, and I had padding on. Oh, and I had a helmet see, and padding I, and everything. I really like paint. I haven't done it in a long time. And the only times I've ever been hit, it, it was like it brushed my sweatshirt or it like... Like I didn't That's ever get like fully people, hit. Because yeah. I'm a ninja. That's why. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes so bad. <laughs> you like walk and fall down. <laughs> That's just when I'm pregnant. <laughs> the only time I fall down. Unless yeah. you're running. No, I, I dropped a pen like six <laughs> times tonight when I was like finishing my notes. I was like, darn it. Look, I get <laughs> so slippery. You know what? Ninja. When you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. You have that extra hormones in your butt. That extra hormones. <laughs> makes it, you think good. It it loosens up your ligaments and it makes it actually more difficult oh, for true. you. To, you become more clumsy. Mm. Like it's, Which it's, seems counterintuitive evolutionarily. Why would you want to be more clumsy when you're carrying around a okay, child? Why is your only superpower <laughs> when you're pregnant the power to smell terrible things that mm. make you sick? Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Like, give me something else. <laughs> Some other superpower. Yeah, I'm, I'm like really. I can smell Sir. the pesto three rooms away. I don't like this power. Why? <laughs> I'm already nauseous all the time. Anyway. Seriously. Well, I'm not, not nauseous anymore. anymore. Yeah. Just Some have, people are though. I just have acid reflux. Yeah. Which is super fun too. Yeah. Ooh. So. Uh, <laughs> digress. I digress. Um, I saw this really cool thing. So you know the uh, like auroras, the light. Aurora borealis. Yeah, aurora borealis and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So nitrogen, it actually plays a role in forming those. Mm, in forming the auroras. Of course it does. Because it's fast, like most of the air. Right, I know. Well, fast moving electrons from space collide with oxygen and nitrogen in the atmosphere. And that's what causes it. Mm. They And they did just recently find a, a new aurora that forms farther south. Yeah. And they called it Steve. What? Like, literally, it's called Steve. But it has an acronym. You know, like it's oh, S-T-E-V-E. Okay. I was like, but, I was like <laughs> Did they let people vote again? Like that boat from Great Britain that went to Antarctica? Boating <laughs> boat face. face. No. I just thought it was funny too because my husband's name is Steve. So I was like, look, they named it Steve. And then you're just going to be like, yeah, they voted. And some guy's like, Steve. And Have you seen the, the, there was a cartoon called Over the Hedge? Yes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the we're going to make a wall and we're going to name it steve isn't that what they call a hedge they call the hedge steve yeah they call it steve yeah i know that because my nephew like we had a hedge and he's like it's steve and i was like what (laughs) what are you talking about crazy um let's see what user is a refrigerant right liquid nitrogen oh yeah and it's Mm -hmm. really popular cool like cool thing for Mm -hmm. halloween (laughs) what liquid nitrogen oh yeah but anyway yeah for refrigerant it's really yeah right or is that oh no no that's liquid no that's different that's something else yeah, that's <laughs> liquid. While she looks that up, oh, why um, it is used that? for as freezer storage yes. um, in labs primarily, and it's used as a wart remover in, when it's in its liquid form. Ooh, I've had that before. I have too, which makes it a little gross that we both are talking about the warts we've had removed. <laughs> but you know what? Mine was on my knee, so it's not that gross. I had one, but I, I remember they finger, finally they thing. burned it off, and they burned it with something frozen. Mine did it. Three or four times where the damn thing went away. Oh. It was terrible. Took one time for me. <laughs> is it liquid carbon dioxide? Yeah, I think it is liquid carbon dioxide. Yeah. So, so I'm um, Anyway. So, yeah, it's used as a wart remover. Virgin- oh, it's, um, did you ever want to get your um, sperm or uh, egg stored? My, my sperm <laughs> stored? Anybody? Do you? I thought we knew each other a little <laughs> better than this. Um, uh, your husband's sperm is your sperm. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yours is mine. And what's mine is mine. It's all He's mine. He's the one who's giving it away. <laughs> Guys, is giving He's away. He's not giving it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to you. He's giving <laughs> it away to you. Okay, but still. <laughs> Don't take it that way. My mother Jeez. listens to this podcast, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she should know how the birds and bees work. Awkward. Anyways. No. Um, no anyways. It, but it's, it's used to, spo- to store sperm and eggs. <laughs> and other cells for medical research. So if you ever needed to... Store it for later. Right. You could store it in like I that. gotcha. I just. <laughs> oh, we didn't we mean the a, you, we you. We took a weird turn there. For I meant the you in you general of guys. The, the royal you? The royal you, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be bad. Or you could rapidly freeze food. Yeah. <laughs> Burn food, whatever. You can freeze it with nitrogen. Hey, well, you know, it's lots of pro- Wor- Has words, anybody ever told words. you that it's protein? <laughs> I have to put an E rating on this. Okay. There's nothing, nothing wrong about what we're saying. It's all, it's science. all true. Anyways. It's all science. <laughs> uh, it also makes uh, steel easier to work. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good for it. Steel. I'm going to talk about some culture right now. Culture. Unless you have something oh, else no, to I've, add. Oh, no. I've got no culture. Got, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> as we just noticed. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about a big buzzword right now. Ooh. Nitro brew. Oh, yes. Beer. And coffee. Oh, that's right. I have seen nitro brew Which nitro brew I've coffee. tried nitro brew coffee and I, I have did not, not, I did not like disgusting. it. 
Like, I don't like coffee. I know you don't like yeah. coffee. Wait, but they don't know that. I, <laughs> I don't like okay, coffee. I okay. love coffee. And I remember I was like, ooh, but this is, ooh, it has a nice foam on it, natural brew. And I was like, mm, then I was like, no, not really. I I don't like things to have bubbles necessarily mm. that I don't expect to have bubbles. <laughs> That's supposed to have bubbles. Well, it's like bubbly water when you think it's just water and then you take a drink and you're like, oh, yeah. No, I, I would feel very much that way because I hate carbonation. Yeah. So, yeah. But so. Does um, coffee have bubbles? Well, so they, they're, they, they pump nitrogen into coffee and now starbucks is on it but mm. it started like a long time ago like in 2003 in 2003 Stumptown, which is a snooty coffee Ooh, it's good a name <laughs> i believe they're either from portland or from seattle but okay Stumptown, they're a great name sorry um they want uh, other you know coffee is the acidity level in coffee it's very important that um you know we don't um you don't mess with the acidity level in coffee. It's not like other things where you can kind of put in like some more um, other gases like carbon dioxide or something as a carbonation, right? Mm -hmm. So they don't want to mess with the acidity levels in it. So they want it. So they decided to try um, nitrogen and people love it. People love it. And they put it in beer and they put it in and it just, um, I don't know. It's just a huge thing right now. And it's what does it do? Like, what does it do? Why does it make it different? It really just kind of bre creates like a carbonation. Oh, okay. And it's and they usually like for coffee, it's either pre-brewed, right? But they put it in hot or they put it in cold brew coffee. Okay. And it really just is like a carbonation. And it so creates why like they a just foam use carbon on dioxide? it. I mean, I that's think, what else? I think because that actually changes the acidity oh. levels in the coffee. Oh, that could be. Because like with coffee, if your coffee is too acidic, it's it's very hard to drink. It's, I know you don't. Well, I think any kind of coffee is too acidic. Right. So yeah. So imagine it makes sense. if it was more. Yeah. Acidic. Oh yeah. No, it'd be terrible. I mean, sometimes you you get a coffee and you're like, wow, <laughs> it's like <laughs> super acidic versus like a more smooth coffee. And it kind of, although there's a carbonation to it, it it's smoother that way. So that's kind of. My one little cultural buzz that I have mm. about it is like nitro. Everyone's talking about nitro brew. Now Starbucks has it. And they're like, look at our nitro brew. And I'm like, this has been around for a while. but Yeah, but sometimes it takes a while for things to catch on. So I guess I'm just super hip and I've known about it. You know about she it. She totally just kind of made this like <laughs> mocky he me he 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 face. No, I tell you, you probably are. You probably are way ahead of things. To be I'd fair, be like, what? I was... <laughs> I, I went to Coffee Fest in like 2009, I mm -hmm. think, in Seattle, where people were like, I was just like, I don't know what's happening. All these people are really into coffee, and they were just putting. Yeah, it was it was really fun. I intense. went to it because I I know some people who own a coffee shop, and they're like really, right? Like, well, they have to be up on the thing. Yeah, they have yeah. to be up on the up up and up and they brought me <laughs> i drank so much coffee that weekend i was like i did not sleep <laughs> yes <laughs> who needs it nobody no one who has coffee <laughs> now guess who can't drink coffee it's me <laughs> only for a couple more months i know, well, well, I, know. I, no. no. I, I technically i drink a little bit some. now i drink yeah. a little bit but you can still drink silly so it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you said any real words. I know it doesn't matter. All right, I didn't have to. We worry need about to wrap that. this up because we're talking way too long about this. Yes. No. Well, so this is at the beginning of the episode. Just Grace, Grace is like, yeah, uh, we're not gonna have that much to say about nitrogen. Like, 
We always have a lot to say. We have a lot to say, but I don't know how much of this has been about nitrogen. <laughs> We've had a bit of well, it. I'm just trying to stay true to like our very first episode where I said, you know what? Half hour, try none to... of them have been a half an hour. Some of them have been close. No, no, they've all been like 40 or 45 minutes. Okay, well, let's wrap it up because right. it's 47 minutes. So the last school thing in 2017 at the University of Alberta in Canada and University of Vienna in Austria, they became, they create, found a new ammonia oxidizing microbe called Nitrospira inopinata. It's like a uh, ammonia sponge, better than any other microbe, and it's so efficient, and it produces less nitrous oxide in the process, so it could, like, revolutionize things. So what what would it revolutionize? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) So glad we waited. It's about what, you know, we're talking about the microbes in the whole nitrogen cycle and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. It could could have a lot to do with um, dealing with, Probably some of the stuff with climate change and things like that where you're talking about having to... Wait, the things. climate's changing? What? <laughs> this is crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not. It's all crazy. Mm. All right. So I think we're going to we're gonna call that call that good. And um, I'm going to try and think of some clever saying to say at the end of this. Oh, um, if you want to uh, follow me, because I'm so fascinating... <laughs> She is. You can follow my Instagram, which is run mama run fifty by fifty. The by is an X, so fifty X fifty. Um oh, right. mm-hmm. it's not I don't do that much on it. But if you really just feel the absolute need to, you know, know what's happening in my life, it's usually about running. Um, but I can put more science stuff on it. And is there anywhere they can follow you? Uh well, uh my Pacific Mammal Research is my nonprofit. What tell what? me more. www.pacmam.org. P A C M A M. Pacmam. Not man. Uh and that's where we do where I do my research on harbor porpoises and harbor seals and we have a YouTube channel that has a lot of educational videos and stuff. So you're a lot more sciencey than me. Well, I am a scientist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, you can also email us at um, elementalfunpodcast at gmail.com please make sure you like subscribe put, give us a rating uh, right now iTunes says that we don't have enough um, of anything to to be <laughs> to be I was like is there any what's what are our stats and it's like you got nothing I'm no like oh, okay five people I went on to my mom and my sister's phone and purposefully subscribed them nice yeah so yeah i can do that my mom doesn't yeah well i just like she has an iphone and i was like yeah, here mom, mom look at this iPhone. beep boop boop pop. Boop, boop there you go yeah so i would if my mom had an iphone well and we're also going to try and get on google play yeah we I might actually be on it by the time this is up possibly it's possible yeah all right hopefully you can also find us on google play youtube and iTunes. Thanks. So um, thanks so much for listening to us babble forever. <laughs> as stay curious. And we'll see you later. Oh. <laughs> we'll not hear you later. We'll talk at you later. later. Yes, you'll hear us later. Until <laughs> until we talk again. My <laughs> name is Grace. My name is Cindy. <laughs> Bye. Am I hitting the red? We're talking about how um, if we laugh too hard, we got to throw our microphones.
so that we don't go into the red. Because we got a cool new mixer. <laughs> You'll be able to hear me now. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. No. 